Hello and welcome to the Life, Living It and Loving It podcast. I'm your host Gordon Doan and today we're going to be talking about the temptation to stop short. But before we jump into all that, it's time for the weekly update. So uh, this week obviously we've had some phenomenal weather while we have where I am. Hopefully you have as well. Hopefully you've been able to get out and enjoy some of the sunshine. Um, I've not been out in it as much as I would have liked to have been. I would have liked to have been out doing a few early morning and late evening jogs in the nice weather. Um, but obviously I'm still recovering from my foot injury. Um, so that's coming along nicely. So um, I was hoping to uh, be back out for a few short runs, but I'm going to have another uh, a week off I went out for a long walk at the weekend uh, and my foot was really hurting in the, the following morning so we're just going to take another another week's rest to see how we get on hopefully you've all had a good week hopefully you've been able to enjoy the sunshine as well I've been got I've been get able to get outside and sit out in the garden for a bit which is really nice been able to work out there a little bit as well so super nice to be able to spend some time in the sun so this week's podcast is all about the temptation to stop and, and talk, talking about the temptation to stop uh, means that um, either we've not quite got something across the finish line, you know, we've not quite dotted all the I's and crossed all the T's or the temptation to stop well short of our goals and objectives, i.e. we've not given something enough chance to, to bed in and not enough consistency to make it work. And we've just given up before we've even given ourselves um, that opportunity to succeed, that opportunity to achieve those goals that we were aiming for. So I want to take separate those two things out slightly. We're going to talk about those. And I've actually got a, a really useful example, a really good example that's happened today as well. So uh, this is ideal. So getting across the finish line. So the finish, the finish line can always seem like a long way away. And there's different distances that we can run. So we're all running the race of life. Um, I think that's a really good analogy for it. Um, but everybody's finish line is in a slightly different place. And, and, you know, even for ourselves, our finish lines can be in different places for different types of projects, different type of work, etc. So it's really important to have a view of what finished is to you. What does that mean to you? For a lot of people, you know, it means getting everything absolutely done, 100% completed, all the I's dotted, the T's crossed, um, everything has been closed down and we've achieved 100% of the benefit. For a lot of other people, it might be getting the main benefit of what we were aiming for, but maybe we've not quite dotted all those i's we've not quite crossed all those t's so um this is me i'm in this category um well i kind of get bored with the, the the final pieces of something so if i give you a music example um i've been talking about learning to play the piano on the podcast so i might be learning to play a long song over a couple of months uh, i might get to a point where i can play the song fluently I've got roughly the right rhythm. I've got the right notes in roughly the right order. Uh, and that's good enough for me before I move on to the next one. Now, because I'm conscious that I do this, because I don't spend some time finessing it and getting everything 100% right. So maybe there's a couple of bars here or there where maybe my rhythm skips a beat maybe, or my my rhythm isn't quite correct, or I'm not quite playing to the rhythm. Or, or maybe I always hit a, a, a note by accident as I'm moving my hand to a slightly unusual position. So maybe I catch a note and I catch the same note all the time as I'm doing that particular combination of movements. Um, so maybe it's not quite 100% there, but it's 98% there. It sounds like the song you could recognize it and you can play it pretty much all the way through. Um, but I recognized that I'm not quite finished it and actually there's a lot of benefit left on the table because from learning those last few things, 
Um, it's going to put me in a better position later on. But I know that if I just stay with that one song and I try and nail that, I'm going to get bored. My motivation is going to dip. So I have to take that into account. Um, so what I do is I, I start my new song, but I use the old song or the song that I've just learned. It's not really an old song. I've only just learned it. I use that song as warm up or warm down. You know, it's quite a good way to get practice in. So when you're practicing a new piece, you're fully warmed up. You can use that piece that you've just learned as a warm up exercise, um, which is really helpful, which gives you that extra time to practice it and, and finesse it and get to the get to that 100% level. Now, maybe you're comfortable not being 100% in that and that's fine. You know, obviously I won't be able to get or I won't have the time or energy to get to 100% in absolutely all the songs I learned to play which is cool, that's, that's an acceptable position for me. But where I want to get them, the songs that I really like, the songs that I really enjoy playing, that I want to play for other people or that I want to play in public at some time in the future, I want to get those 100% correct or as close to 100% correct as I possibly can. So being able to take an extra bit of time to practice that and to finesse that is only going to help. Now, that's just one example of learning music. We can have business examples, we can have relationship examples and a whole host of other examples as well. Now, when you look at yourself, can, can you identify where you do that, where you get it 95% of the way there and you leave 5% of the benefit or, or however much on the table, 90, 95%, 98%, uh, you're still leaving a small amount on the table available. So obviously we want to be in a position where we're getting 100% of the benefit for ourselves when we're doing things like learning the piano or learning the language. But equally, when we're talking about business, we want to make sure that the customer is getting 100% of the benefit of, of whatever the services that you're providing or the product is that you're providing. If you're constantly leaving 5-10% on the table, then that's going to start affecting your reputation. So uh, we have to bring it and make sure that we give it. And sometimes those last 5%, those last 10%, whatever it is, um, those can sometimes be the most difficult. Um, but that means that we have to put a little bit more extra effort in or we have to be a little bit more attentive to those bits to make sure that we get it covered as well as we get the other things off. And the same with that as with the piano, then we might not want to put 100% of our effort into finessing that because we might uh, the, the rest of our service or our motivation may drop. But if we can do other things at the same time and, and get it across the finish line that way, then that's going to help as well. So that's the one example of getting close to the finish line and pulling up the temptation to pull up short just before the finish line. Um, you know, I, I, like I say, I do that quite frequently. Um, so I have to be conscious of where I'm doing that and make sure that I put something in place to stop that. Now, the other case that we were talking about is whereby um, we pull up while short of the finish line. So maybe we're less than 50% of the way there and we, and we pull up short because we've not been consistent. So we're not seeing the results that we've wanted or that we've expected. Um, so we kind of give up and move on to something else. And a really good example of this is um, diet. So people often start a new diet uh, after a week or so. They don't see the expected or the, um, the difference that they wanted to see. Uh, so they give up and move on to something else and they and they flick and change between different diets quite quickly. Um, and as with anything, we have to give things the opportunity to succeed. If we're not doing it for long enough, then we're not going to see that benefit at all. Um, so we've got to really be conscious of where we're doing this. And I'm sure we've all got those friends that have got a new job every six months or so um, and, and they're really keen and they're really excited. But we all know that in the next six months, they're going to change their roles again. Um, because they don't give things the opportunity to work out the way they, they want them to. 
they've not had that consistency put into them. And here at the Life Living It and Loving It podcast, we're all about the consistency. We're all about getting to that life that we love and doing that through consistent action, uh, through consistent goal setting and goal achieving. Um, so that's super important. So we need to make sure that we're giving things the opportunity for success. And by that, I mean, we have to make sure that we're consistent and put enough time and energy into it. The other thing is that if we are quitting things early, a lot of people quit, draw a line in the sand and and move on to the next thing. Whereas actually there's a whole lot of learning that you can take with you from one thing to the next if you've quit or or, or adjusted um, your methodology slightly. So you can take the good things with you. So anything that's worked for you. So in the example of diet, maybe there were some new recipes you tried that were particularly delicious, or maybe you tried some new foods that were healthy foods and you liked those. So you can take those good things with you into the next diet, into the next round. Now, Conversely, you can also take some of the bad things with you, and that sounds quite negative. But you can learn, you can take some of the learnings that you, you that you've had with you as well. So maybe you tried a new food that you didn't like. Well, you now know that you now know that, so you don't need to try it again for a while. You can kind of you tick that off. You tried it; it doesn't work for you. Uh, try something else. So you've taken a load of bad or negative stuff and turn it positive because it's now become a learning experience and you're still getting benefit from that experience. The difficulty with drawing that line in the sand full stop is that you lose that learning and you kind of start from scratch. But if you can take that learning with you, then that's a really good place to be in. Now, we have to make sure that we don't get into a cycle of um, of, of finishing well early and giving up um, you know, like I say, we have to avoid that cycle of getting every six months, we're changing our approach and we're changing our thing. That's not to say that we can't change our approach. I think that's really key that if we find something that's not working, we, we try something else and we keep trying things until we find something that works. But we have to make sure that we're giving something the fair a fair crack of the whip. We have to make sure that we're being consistent with it and making sure we're getting that opportunity for success. I've, I've said that opportunity for success phrase several times today because I think that's really important. I think if we don't give something time to settle in, if we don't embed a routine over a significant length of time, whether that's a couple of months, six months, whatever it may be, we have to give it that opportunity so that we can see the benefit because some things or most things don't change overnight. It's taken you a long time to get to where you are today. So to undo that, in the case of a diet, if you're doing diet to um, reduce weight or, or be healthier, you know, it's taken you a whole lifetime to get to where you are. So to expect a difference, to expect a significant change in a week is unrealistic. And that's the same with pretty much any other goal. You know, if I'd have sat down to learn the piano and compared myself against a professional pianist uh, and I wanted to get there within two months, you know, that's just unrealistic. I'm not dedicating 24 hours a day to learning the piano. You know, maybe it would have been possible if I was spending 24 hours a day learning piano. And even then, I doubt it could be done within two months uh, to get to a professional level. Uh, you know, probably talking six months or a year if you're dedicating a majority of your day to it with nothing else going on at all um you know so it's just unrealistic so if if i were to review my progress now and say well i'm nowhere near those that professional standard that could be quite demoralizing and i might give up and say right let's go and learn the saxophone instead or let's go and learn the guitar and then in six months time i could look at it compare myself to a professional and say oh that's not working let's go and play the violin so i go and play something else uh, and you get into that that cycle because you're setting unrealistic expectations on yourself. You're not giving the 
the process time and you have to trust the process you have to do the process you have to allow the process time to work and not every process works as we've discussed here on the podcast a number of times not every pod not every process is going to work it's not going to deliver value for you uh, we have to but we have to identify that and we have to get through that so um so once you've identified the process that doesn't work let's change it but only do that if we've allowed it a time to be successful and most processes require at least a month if not one to six months is my recommendation for my coaching clients depending on what it is one to six months is a good length of time to be trying something to see whether it feels right and to see whether you're getting the expected benefit from it any less than a month you've got really very little chance of seeing that expected benefit or even feeling any of the benefit so um so so that's what i recommend so there's two things here there's the self-awareness of when we're pulling up short when we're stopping ourselves and whether that's stopping well short of the goal or the target as we've just discussed or whether that's pulling up just shy of the target line you know getting 90 percent of the way there and then leaving the rest of it um, so we have to be aware that we're doing that once we're aware that we're doing that, uh, we then have to do something about it. We have to be conscious with our actions. So for me, um, that's being aware that I do that. And that's building in other routines to ensure that I cross everything over, get everything across that finish line. Um, so for me, that's starting the new project so I can keep my motivation up, but returning to the old one to get it across the finish line, using it as a warm up. Uh, as I said with the piano, equally, you can do that with business as well. If you're, if you're launching a new product, you can switch 90% of your energy to the new product. But every day you can spend the first 10, 15 minutes looking at the old one, making sure everything's ticking along smoothly, making sure that that's in a good place as well. So you can build that into a routine. So first step self-awareness second step do something about it that's setting up the routine routine to counter it and then thirdly let's make sure we review the entire process to make sure that everything's working as expected uh, as expected i think that's really important so a, a good example of this is today so um I, I typically record these podcasts on sunday evening send them to the podcast team to uh, to edit etc on monday mornings uh, and then they come out to you guys on a thursday now uh, today is uh, Tuesday morning, so it's early Tuesday morning, and I've had an email from the team saying there was an error with the podcast, the, the file that I sent over. So um, I, I went and listened to the podcast on my end to see whether it was an upload error. There was an issue, um, and there was no no recording. Basically, it was just a, a there was a recording, but it was all silence. There was no sound. So um, I thought, oh, maybe it's been corrupted as I've uploaded it from the SD card in my uh, recorder uh, to to the laptop. So let's go and have a look at, at the recording. Maybe it's um, a problem with that. It's played it. Still an issue. Uh, and I'm like, oh, what could have caused that? And, I, and I've still to this day, still to this moment, still have no idea what's caused it. And I'm sure I never will um, because I've checked all the wires. Everything seems fine. Nothing was unconnected. Everything seems like it was okay. And it, indeed, it's working now. You can hear this, so it's working. So I had a couple of options. So I could sit down and re-record it as I've just done. So we've sat down, uh, we spent uh, half an hour uh, just re-recording the episode, which is cool, and it gets it out to you guys. Now, the other option I could have taken was I could have gone, well, I've recorded it once. And um, so therefore, let's just put out, you know, let's just 
miss this week's episode we can either miss it all together and not put anything out or just put a little message out saying there was a tech issue it's going to be a lot quicker than re-recording the episode um just put out a little note saying all oh, apologies there was a tech issue we'll be back to regular next week uh that could have been the temptation if i wasn't conscious because quite honestly that was the first thing that came to my mind was let's put a little note out just to say all oh, apologies for the delay there was a tech issue um let's let's uh return to normal schedule next week um that saves me taking the extra time out of my day-to-day to record it that saves me having to check all the equipment in short notice and, and do all the tests that i needed to do now because i'm aware because i've got that self-assessment because i'm aware that i tend not to cross things over the finish line i've got that awareness which is really useful so as soon as i kind of realized what i was thinking i was like no 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 no. we need to get this over the finish line we need to get this to the people we need to get this out so we need to be able to some a lot of people like listening to this podcast over the weekend so why i release it on a thursday so that it's ready to go for the weekend so we need to make sure that people can have that and whilst um missing one episode might not be an issue um you know plenty of podcasts have breaks and things during the year I don't want to do that. I want to make sure that I'm, you know, the podcast here is known for being consistent and we get great content out to you guys every week. So I re-recorded it. I've spent the time re-recording it now, um, which is really cool because I have that self-awareness and I was able to get it across that finish line. And once I finish recording it, I'm going to record the, the uh, next episode as well, um, the, the mini episode, because uh, I, I record them both at the same time normally. So I'll do that exactly now. And again, that's going to take me a little while, but we'll get to it. But because I have that self-awareness, I was able to know exactly what needed to be done, how I got things over the finish line, and I was able to stop myself from self-sabotaging and getting out. So when I'm talking about self-awareness, that is super, super important. So in fact, I probably will do a whole episode on self-awareness next week where we revisit this example. I've got some other examples that we can go through because I think that's super, super important. And that self-awareness will hopefully stop us self-sabotaging and stop us pulling up short of the finish line so it will help us cross that finish line and it will help us get to that life that we love which is obviously the aim here on the podcast um so hopefully that's helped some people today hopefully that's a good example as well of something in my life um where i've done that self-assessment and, I, and i've um you know self-corrected um the behaviors etc for positive for positive and reinforce those positive habits uh, which is which is good. So that's where we want to be. So hopefully it's giving you some food for thought and, and giving you something to think about in your own life. And hopefully you can do that self-assessment and uh, you can see where you do that. You know, it's quite obvious sometimes, sometimes you need to help from a friend or a coach. If you want a coach, check out the uh, Facebook page and look at my coach put coaching packages on the website and um, we'll see if we can put something together for to help you if the existing packages don't look like they're there for you so uh, just drop me a line and we can see how we can help you out thanks very much for listening and i'll see you all next week